Lori and she does incredible work with <laughs> ETs, ascension, um, transformation in general. She's been at this for years and she, I can see she's really worked inward to share this experience outward. So I think Joan has a little bit more of an introduction there as well, but I'm so happy you're here, Lori. I know. Uh-huh. It is so good to see you, Lori. Thank you for dropping into my reality. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. All right, I'll read a little bit of your bio in case yeah. people don't know her, but you're just amazing. So, yeah, I, I would love that to. You do. I, I totally want you to read my bio, but I so want to address something that Alan said. I don't know if he just said Oh, yeah, please go ahead with before the bio. Go ahead. Two things. Number one, what we are in is pure awareness. We are all pure awareness. Yeah. We're not at the state of energetic purity, vibrational purity, to perceive and realize ourselves as pure awareness. But we are pure awareness, undiluted from, from human interpretation of what that awareness is. And all that we are aware of is what is within our vibrational bandwidth of awareness. So when you talk about people who are, you know, when we talk about 3D, we're talking about people who are, have a vibrational bandwidth of only, for the most part, the physical world. And they haven't expanded beyond the awareness that all there is is physicality. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about like fourth dimensional consciousness, we're talking about vibrational awareness that includes non-physical, but is still mostly physical, expanding into non-physical. When we talk about fifth dimensional awareness, we're talking about coming into the awareness that yes, we're both and we're living in a state of duality where we're both. So all of these vibrational bandwidths are where we, and then every time we expand our awareness and we up level our vibration, which essentially means becoming more lightness, more enlightened, more vibrationally fluid and more unified with the awareness that we are just pure awareness ultimately what we do is we pass through frequency fences, what I call frequency fences, vibrational fences where egoic structure or energetic entanglement, we have to unravel and release and free ourselves from that. And when you asked earlier, sorry, my eye is tearing, but when you asked earlier, Alan, I was so like hungry to say something when you said, well, how do we change this? How do we, how do we get control? Those were your words of this reality that in my words, we're miscreating. We're miscreating a reality because the collective largely and the lots of beings don't realize that we're creating just as Cameron, was that his name earlier? I don't know him. Cameron said, we're mis- we are, it's not fate. I'm sorry, that part I will really disagree with. It's, it's miscreation coming from the unconsciousness of not realizing how to create our reality in a conscious and deliberate way. And so your question, Alan, if you're still on, is so poignant and so important, such an important question right now that we begin asking this question, how do we create our reality in a different way? Because it's not enough just to know that we're just awarenesses and we're simulations of this reality and that there is this divine divinity, however you define that, you know, quantum reality, however you define it. It's not enough just to know it. No, that's not enough. 
And it's not just fate. This game is about becoming conscious and learning how to utilize frequencies, energies, and vibrations of consciousness to create the reality that we are as a collective dreaming of. Which that's a great response to Grant. Yes. I think that's great. And I, so I want to ask, answer even more specifically, how do we get control and create it the way we want? Number one, we have to become conscious of our thoughts. We literally have to be, what am I thinking? What am I believing? And how are those thoughts showing up in the reflection? Because he's 100% right on that, the reflection. And we have to become conscious of our emotions. What am I feeling that is the magnetic energy that's a reflection of the thought? Because if I thought, if I have a thought, I love you. I love you. There's an emotional, I know I love Joan. I don't even have to think about it. I, I, I just know the name Joan of Angels. I love her. The emotional response is so autonomic. It's there. I know she feels the same way about me. It's so, it's so, it's already the, the energetic of our connection. Right, Joan? Am I like I'm out? Absolutely, absolutely. Right. So that energetic is there. There's no wobbling on it. But and we're just using this as an example of the person. But if you think anything, your thought immediately fires off an emotion, whether it's conscious or unconscious. So you can name anything in the world, name anything, name a country, a city, a government, anything you want to name, and you have an emotional response. Now, the moment you start becoming conscious of what that emotional spot response is, it's already rippled out into your field, already. And your field, because when you ask whose reality do I live in, Joan, we live in our own holographic reality. Each being is the awareness that source as is we source, we're the actors in a sense, as it was said, we're, we're playing these roles or we're watching ourselves as the awareness play these roles. And that ripple into our own holographic reality then ripples and interacts with other people's holographic realities. And this is the nature, even if you think of the Vesica Pisces, two circles interacting, your holographic reality, interacting with my holographic reality, right? So now coming back to the thoughts and the emotions, what happens is your emotional response ripples into your reality and starts creating a vibration, a vibrational bandwidth based on what you're thinking and emoting. And that ripple effect goes out into the reality and affects vibrationally anyone else who's in the same vibrational harmonic, vibrationally compatible. And then you energetically attract likeness to you because whatever you put out, you attract back. So this is how we, how do we, what is the solution to become conscious of the thoughts, to start working with the thoughts and the beliefs and the emotions, not so that we're doing, because here's where the problem I see in the world is you got this extreme all positives camp, love and lighters. I mean, I'm a love and lighter. So I don't mean to insult anyone. But if you have these people who are constantly saying, all positive, all positive, all positive, all love and light, and they're not willing to do the energetics or spiritual bypassing, what they're creating is this polarized experience that polarizes reality in their game of polarity. So this creates the dark force, so to speak, even stronger. So the way to change it by becoming conscious of our emotions and our thoughts and our connection and the magnetics of what we put out is to process this, come into divine neutrality, where now from this neutral place, we don't polarize and we don't miscreate through shadow aspects of our unconscious. Does that, I'm sorry, I, I think I maybe lost Alan there, but I hope that's helpful. 
Oh no, Alan's uh, sitting in the background giving you a chance to take over and, and go <laughs> for it. I just stepped right in there, but does that make sense? And is that helpful? And I hope that. I well, it is helpful, but for me, so, you know, this thing of consciousness is huge for me. I, I sometimes cannot wrap, wrap my head around it, even though I could see divine beings and I'll have that experience and I'll leave my body. When I was watching Grant today, I was dissolving. It was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. You know, this, even this room then, it, so things are different. So I'm curious, maybe you'll answer that in your presentation. Would you like me to introduce you? <laughs> Since I just dove right in there. Yeah, sure, go ahead. You know what, Lori, the reason we love each other is I'm the same way. I would I would absolutely skip the introduction and go right to it because that's me too. <laughs> that's why we like each well, other. Well, that's probably helpful for people who don't know who I am. Yes. Okay. So you guys, if you don't know Lori, you already know she's she's amazing. Okay. She's an author, luminary, visionary, loved by many people. And one of the reasons she's well known for her recognition of the deep and intimate animal human connection in terms of how animals mirror their humans, behavioral, physical, and emotional tendencies, and for her programs that focus on the interconnectedness of all beings. So Lori's holistic approach is not simply about and or for animals, but for also for the humans in their world and for the deep bond between them. Moreover, Lori's service provides to the humans that which their animal friend and the greater animal kingdom wants. In other words, she tells us what they want us to know. So Lori's tools and methods focus on the interconnectedness of all beings and the recognition that everyone and everything is connected. And so in solving so many of the animal-related issues, problems, and illnesses, she is also solving the human's issues, their problems and illnesses in the home. And this is what is radically different about our beloved Lori. <laughs> so with, no, it's true, you're all these things, Lori. With over 20 years of experience serving humans and animals around the world, offering seminars and workshops on how we can improve our lives by learning from animals. Lori has become recognized as an international expert, speaker, author, visionary, light worker, intuitive, and healer for both four and two-legged creatures. She's also an Ascension Guide, way shower, author, teacher, and speaker, <laughs> assisting others to... I know, it's mind-boggling. That's, that's, that's an old bio you're reading, but thank you. That's awesome. It is you. And we just want everyone to know listening. Okay, so we're going to finish up in one second. But this evolutionary process of ascension is real. Lori is really going to take us on a journey to experience this right now. Worldwide, humans and animals are encountering deep and profound transformation and internal shifting, which is in turn triggering monumental change and transformation in every area of our human experience. So as this shift continues to unfold, people need her support, guidance, and assistance, and clarity so we understand these dramatic changes that we are all experiencing. So Lori, I am really happy to introduce you as our Ascension Guide and Lightworker, love. Mm, thank you so much, Joan. I love being here, and I'm really grateful, especially to Neil, of course, for putting it together. Well, we and are with you, and you, right? I'll be in the background if you need me. All right. 
Well, well, the one thing I do want to say is, you know, it was my love for animals that that got me here. It wasn't the, it was like, that's where it began. But I, I ended up, for me, I had a first contact experience on ship. And that was, that was really interesting when Cameron was speaking earlier, when he made the contact, the, the connection with the DMT in the brain. Because what happened for me first was I was working with these incredible masters in while living in Hawaii uh, during a two-year period of my life that was like a two-year dark night of the soul. And I was working on having deliberate conscious near-death experience through practices, ancient, ancient practices that are known in like the Himalayan mountains and um, how to still myself, my consciousness to bring myself into that kind of experience. And um, we'll be meditating through the nights and, and, and consciously releasing through practice DMT in the brain. And I had a, what's called a, a near death experience, but not in a hospital. It's a, called the little death in these ancient practices. And um, after that, I had a first contact experience in Hawaii. It was very intense, but when I was taken on ship, I know I had a massive upgrade, so to speak, to my frequency and consciousness. And one of the biggest things that happened was the DNA activations, which is a huge part of what I do now for both humans and animals. And so much of what I teach now and share and, um, you know, the activations, the healings, the transmissions, all the channeling that I do from the higher or multidimensional realms is really, it's it's born from that. So I always have to give credit there, I feel like, because it, it just came from from and through my love for animals, but ultimately, I do feel like I had to kind of upgrade that allowed me to to transmit and to do and to share and to teach and to facilitate for others this kind of change within us. And that's how come I think it's it's quite easy once you start connecting to these multidimensional realms that we are all part of to access consciousness. So everything that exists in the, in, the, in the known and unknown worlds is available to us. And the way we, we can um, access that is by becoming vibrational, vibrationally compatible with it. And the way we become vibrational compatible is so largely what we were speaking about earlier, which is really working on clearing away those identifications that keep us in a state of polarity all extreme positives or looking at only the shadow and getting lost in the dark. And when I say looking at only the shadow and lost in the dark, I kind of perceive that as people who will only perceive this reality to be a physical world exclusively. And sometimes it's people who get very lost in the dark by only looking at things that are um, of the dark, so to speak. And, you know, there's a lot of of that in our world too. So we create this polarized experience and we end up wondering like, how did this reality come about? So the challenge is for us to learn how to integrate these aspects of ourselves, our light and our shadow, and to come into really a love, peace, acceptance, and allowance, a divine neutrality where we do recognize there's, there's not an extreme of good or an extreme of bad, and that we are the creators and the witnesses, because we are the awareness, the witnesses of our reality that is reflecting back to us everything we see and perceive and everywhere we energetically vibrate within our own personal holographic reality. And that the collective mirror is a collective vibrational display of what the collective in a unified group is revealing to itself. So I hope that makes sense. Um, yeah, I hope that makes sense to everybody 
what I thought I would do rather than do a lot of talking was do some downloads or we call downloads a sort of a semi-brief meditation where we can do downloads that will facilitate more of what we want. So for example, and I was briefly kind of meditating or asking source consciousness and the divine, like what would be for the most benevolent best of everyone in our group today, listening live and even in delayed playback, if that's, if that's the case for the collective reality that would support and assist us. And what I was getting was to bring us into just a small meditation and to activate some of the following. So I'll let you know what they are and, and you'll hear, hear the words and always your free will consent would be required for it to be effective for you. Um, but codes of integrity, because we really need that in our world right now, especially in many of our world uh, governmental perceived leaders and religious leaders, etc. We need more integrity, the energetics of integrity. Um, the other one we were going to do is harmony, because like, why does war exist is when we don't know how to live in harmony with one another or energetically we, we don't have enough of the vibration of harmony anchored into our physical war our physical world and then we were going to do one of honesty because of course it's very easy to be lied to by um and so we could call an old patriarchy or an old paradigm if we don't have enough energetics of honesty like val the value of being honest our old paradigm didn't value that, but that is a value and a virtue of this new paradigm we're creating. So you're going to bring that in and also more divine discernment, the ability to determine and discern the difference between a false light. We have this in the spiritual community too, like false lights misrepresenting or what we call sometimes like, um, you know, spiritual um, business printers really just their for being in business, but they're not really necessarily walking the talk um, or even the divine discernment to tell like who on the TV is actually telling the truth, if at all, or what leaders or even, you know, government leaders of whoever, just to be able to have that discernment. Um, Cause it's something we're as a human species developing as a human race, those energetics. And then we're also going to do divine truth, which is the really the ability to know what is true. And I can say this, there are not very many truths. Most truths are beliefs. Ultimate truths are like very simple. There's basically three or four. You, you exist. You, you have always existed and you will always exist. That is absolute truth from as far as I know, <laughs> right? And number two, absolute truth. This is like me. This is like really good juicy stuff here. Absolute truth is you, you are pure awareness and that pure awareness Ultimately, all awarenesses are one divine source of awareness. Now, you could call that source multiple things, but you could call it God, you could call it spirit, you could call it whatever you want to call it, but it is one divine source of, of all one, ultimately all one. That's an absolute truth as far as I know and as far as I can tell. Another absolute truth is that um, you you are a creator creating and what you get back is what you put out as a creator creating both conscious and unconscious. So once you change that conscious and unconsciousness, you can create something entirely new, better, more desirable for you. 
right? That's an absolute truth as far as I can tell and as far as I know. And then the fourth one is that pretty much everything else, for the most part, is, is up to you. <laughs> You're, everything's going to change. You can change things. You can play with things. You can create. You can co-create. You can miscreate. You can discreate. You can destroy and uncreate things. All of that is up for you as a creator being once you start to know your power. Oh, the only other thing I'll say, and this might not be absolute in all multiverses, but as far as I know and can tell, everything ultimately is frequency and vibration, various frequencies, which are just the energetics. So once you start to know that, anything else you can test by that. So let's say you have a belief like, oh, nobody's trustworthy out there. Well, you can start changing that belief and you can change that reality. And I hope this addresses some of even what Alan was saying. Anyway, coming back to what, what I was going to do, just say a few more things about what I want to bring in through the um, meditation besides discernment, because that was that conversation was about discernment and divine truth, was the willingness. Let's bring in these energetics to facilitate for humanity, the willingness to awaken, the willingness to, to consider, to consider beyond their own, we could say, matrix of illusion or beyond just what we're being told in the physical world. See, because when groups of powerful beings like us here get together and we bring in these energetics and we anchor them through us, through our embodiment here, through our willingness, we anchor it into the physical world and it ripples out to the collective. So that's what we're planning on doing here with this brief meditation. Then we also want to do um, something for immunity and imperviousness. And I don't know like how much I'm totally allowed to say on immunity and imperviousness, but one of the things I found in our DNA, and this is like one of the greatest gifts right now on earth, is that our DNA contains perfect immunity and imperviousness to any and all things that could be in any way physically harmful to us including things like, you know, jabs, vaxes, whatever is out there. So, you know, chemtrails, whatever, you know, things that start with G, we won't, we won't name them because we don't want to create problems in the world of you have to, but we, you know, because the, there's, oh, I was going to do something on censorship too, let's do that. But we want to activate those codes of DNA and they don't get activated on the mental plane, right? You can't just think it, it's a vibrational compatibility. So you want to get us into that state where we can vibrationally activate these for everyone who's willing. And you start doing that enough. You start knowing you're walking around this world and you're immune and impervious. And why are you immune and impervious? Because the reality is you are the viewer. You are the awareness that is aware of this reality that knows that even though there's energetic density from those you are over interacting with who are still believing that everything is physical, you're rising your frequency up to now on the awareness that is the vibration here and anything that is of density no longer has access to me. I, my key won't unlock that, or even if it could, I don't want to. You have a key, you have keys, right? Key codes in the DNA. I hope this is making sense. The other thing we want to bring out is our willingness to speak and honor our truths. Why is this so important? Because when we are stifling ourselves energetically, vibrationally, this is why censorship shows up in the external world. When we feel unsafe to speak our truth, to hear the truth of others, this is all this chakra center, right? 
Every time we block this out from ourselves, we censor ourselves, the censorship shows on the public stage. So we want to do healing on this for ourselves and bring in energetic compatibility, vibrational compatibility. And, um, and then lastly, well, there, there's a couple of other things, but um, I would like to unravel a little bit of this idea that we are worthlessness. We have no worth, no value, no lovability, because of course, until humans heal this at the deepest level of our being, the core essence of who we are, that that is really the ultimate solution for, in a sense, for shadow aspects of us that are unwilling to look under the carpet, too afraid to look at our own shadow, because we're so, you know, the wounded part is so unafraid to see or perceive ourselves as unlovable or unworthy or having no value. And when we know that in the core of the being of who we really are, we start to understand that we are the vibrational energetic of love. That is the essence of who we are. Absolute love at the essence, the core of who we are, our being is pure love. Then it's not so scary to look at the shadow parts that we were in resistance to. We can be like, ah, let's transform it into love because that's what we're here for anyway. All right. So just so how does that sound to everybody? And can I just, how much time do I have to do this kind of, to lead this kind of meditation? I don't know, Neil, if you're still hearing me or Joan, because I know we started late, but can someone just tell me? Um, I'm, I'm thinking till almost through. 10 minutes, about 10 minutes. Oh my goodness. That's not quite enough time. For me. <laughs> I, I okay, so I can do more than that if you need it. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. So, all right. So if any, who, whoever wants to participate, now this is not a left brain thing, right? We're going to go beyond the mental plane. So you want to start taking some deep and relaxing, long and slow breaths that are relaxing for you. And if it's safe for you to do so, you want to close your eyes. And I just want to check my time. So, and as you're breathing, I want you to breathe in the energetic frequency of pure, divine, primordial love. I'm going to amplify. And as this love is coming in, your eyes are closed if it's safe. And you want to feel, sense, see, perceive from your inner awareness this love filling up your third eye area, go back. You don't have to know where it is into the pineal pituitary gland. Just allow yourself to be the awareness, filling up love in and through the whole brain. And of course, peace is always a good one to breathe into the energetic of pure divine primordial love, pure divine primordial peace. Exhale when it's comfortable and when it's comfortable, you travel down into the throat center too. We're just relaxing, bringing the body into homeostasis. This homeostasis allows us to come into the divine neutral. Fill up the throat center with pure primordial divine love, pure primordial divine peace. You guys are doing great. I'm with you. And when you exhale, rainbow out. So if you see or sense rainbow energy all around you in every direction, up, down, bottom, top, left, circle, a ripple of rainbow love all around. So you inhale the love, you exhale the love. Third deep, slow, relaxing breath down into the heart center. Now, this is your portal to the higher realms. This is just the warm-up, guys. So big, long, slow, deep, relaxing breaths into the heart center. The reason this is a multicolored chakra, which happens to be deep green and also magenta is because it's your portal to the higher realms. This center has to be opened and activated for you to start to connect really deeply with your multidimensional reality. Breathe deep, long, slow into that heart, ripple out rainbow around you. 
And there's no way to do this wrong. Your way is the right way. Long, slow, deep, relaxing breath of love down into your solar plexus region, which is the belly center. Fill up the belly center in every direction all around. And this we associate with the, the vibrational color bandwidth of golden yellow or bright yellow. Exhale, rainbow love. If you don't get the colors, that's okay. No way to do it wrong. Next breath of love, travel it down. And every breath, you breathe deeper, longer, slower, more comfortable, more relaxed. This time, go down below the lower dantian, below the belly button, into the reproductive center. Typically, we associate this color, I know most of you know, with gold, uh, bright orange. But rainbow color light is always good. Breathe in, breathe out. Your field gets built up with love as you exhale that rainbow love around you, knowing there's no way you can do it wrong. Gods and bodies cannot do this wrong. They can only get more divinely aligned. Next breath in, long, slow, deep, relaxing. Down into the base of the spine. Fill up the base of the spine, typically beautiful ruby red colors. And exhale out. Now, while you're at the base of the spine, I want you to feel the base buttocks area as you're sitting, whatever you're sitting on, and open it, relax it, activate it. If you think you don't know, just open it, relax it, activate it as if you did know. Drop your next breath of love all the way down as deep as you can into the core of Gaia, Sophia, Mother Earth. There is no way to do this wrong. Breathe deep down and reach energetically for the crystalline realm. Most of you are there. Good job. And reach for this crystalline realm. This crystalline consciousness is storing up what's known as, right? Your avatar Christed consciousness has nothing to do with religion. Breathe it up now and you'll know you're there. Start to rise it up now through the buttocks. We're going to go faster because we're time limited in the linear way. Breathe it up through the buttocks. You'll know you're there because this is when the body starts tingling. Rise it up through the reproductive center, still breathing love and peace. Rise it up into the belly center. Remember, all around you, ripple out as the exhale. You just ripple and release love. Rise it up into the heart center. Ripple and release in a rainbow way all around you. Building the rainbow container, right? Rise it up into the throat center. And then into the third eye once again. Next one, I want you to reach for the top of your crown. Not with your hands, just with your awareness. Feel for the top of your, there you go. Lots of you are there. You're just feeling for the top of your brain. There you go. And if you get a little dizzy, it's fine. That's good. You're not going to stay that way. Breathe in love. And when you feel for that top of the crown and you know you're there because you feel a slight pressure that feels really good. Next breath of love, I want you to just, just as if you're diving off a swimming pool, diving board, dive down into your heart as deep as you can into the depth of the core of your being. Good. There you go. Nice, beautiful space to be here. Now, all you need to do is keep diving into the depth of your heart. And from this space, we call in the vibrational frequencies, right? So you just keep breathing love, drop into the heart. That's all you need to do now. And then what you hear, as long as you agree, you breathe deeper love. If you hear something you don't want, you say no thank you with your mind. You'll come out of the heart space because you're coming into the mental plane, right? But just keep breathing in love, drop into the heart space. Let's ask divine source, creator God. I'm the infinite source right now to surround each and every being in their own perfect and pure primordial crystalline, ensuring that each being 
is in their own perfect and pure crystalline and cutting and releasing all cords and connections, which are not 100% of the light, 100% in service to the light, 100% in support of our roles in God's plan of light creation, God's source creator, our own divine plan of light creation for the most benevolent best of all with harm to none. Drop into your heart even deeper. Breath of love drops you down. And let's have divine source in our own infinite, omnipresent, omni-aware selves, our own eternal ever beings, and our own one true source of all that is. Infuse in and through us, activate, energize, integrate, and align within us all of our chakras base to 108. Coming into alignment with our own divinity. Your job is just breathe and receive and allow if you so choose. There we go. Nice, nice. And if at any point you need to reopen or activate your base chakra, just do that by releasing, opening, diving back into the heart. Now let's have this infinite omnipresent source to awaken. I'm listening for the words in the moment of silence. To awaken the highest, purest truth within each and every one of us that we are worth and value embodied because we exist, that we are the embodiment of worth and value, that we have source consciousness, truth, perspective, understanding, definition of worth and value, and of knowing our own worth and our own value, and also lovability, that we know and experience each and every one of ourselves as lovable, and that we have the energetic vibration the frequency and the embodiment of these energies of being and experiencing ourselves as completely lovable. Breathe, receive, consent, and allow. If you choose now, drop into the heart space as you agree, and it shall be done. It's all energetics now. Activate, energize, integrate. Anchor it in. There we go. Just breathe and notice. Nice, good. And let's also bring in the divine truth, the knowing of divine truth, the willingness to know divine truth, the willingness to have and embody divine truth, source consciousness truth, and also the willingness to have and embody discernment, source consciousness discernment, the ability to be discerning, the ability to have discernment the worth and deservability of discernment, the truth of how to utilize and embody discernment the energetic frequencies of discernment and the ability to have an embodied discernment for the greater good of all beings, including self. Now breathe, receive, consent, allow if you choose. It's all energetic attunement. There you go. This is so beautiful. You guys are doing so great. Breathing, receiving, and allowing, anchoring it in now to each and every one of our energetic structures, our energy forms, our bodies and beings, for the most benevolent, best of all, harm to none. Recognizing and noticing, all you have to do is breathe and be aware. Nice, good. Now let's bring in the energetic, the willingness to awaken the willingness to seek higher truths and to expand and elevate our consciousness. Breathe that in, allow and accept, and always. These frequencies are just from the highest, clearest, purest levels, frequencies, vibrations of pure awareness that we can receive and allow. So breathe, receive, accept, and allow. That your willingness anchors in through your energetic field and ripples into the whole collective of reality. Breathe, accept, and allow, receive, energize, amplify, 
integrate and anchor it in. There we go. Nice. Next one we're going to do honesty and integrity. Divine honesty, divine integrity. Let's breathe that in. Let's have source creator God, the one true God of light of creation, however you term it, it's okay, right? Our infinite, eternal ever beings to bring in the energetic frequencies of integrity, divine integrity. And also divine honesty, that it's safe finally to be honest. It's safe finally to have and embody integrity. And that we choose integrity in our bodies, beings, lives, and livings. And in our structure of our physical world, we become the anchors for this integrity and this honesty. That it's safe for us. We're capable of it. We're worthy and deserving of it. And we have the highest, clearest, purest consciousness when it comes to integrity and when it comes to honesty. And we are embodying these energies now, anchoring them in, energizing, amplifying. And breathing them through. Notice what you notice. Just breathe and allow. And let's also bring in safety to speak our authentic truth. And safety and acceptance in hearing and acknowledging other people's truth. Recognizing that all truths don't have to be in agreement all the time. That that's okay too. That we're worthy and deserving of speaking and sharing truth capable of hearing others' perspectives without being in extreme resistance to them. Embodying that sense of safety to speak and express with clarity, authenticity, and truth. Breathe and allow these frequencies, energies, and vibrations into your body being. Just notice and allow. Source consciousness brings in the vibration, right? And all the energetics moves it through the body being as you breathe it. Activating, energizing, amplifying, anchoring it through all of the energetic frequencies in each individual agreeing and consenting. And the exhale ripples it out through the field. Okay, good. Let's just do one or two more before we begin to wrap up. Let's do this activation of immunity and imperviousness. Now, some of you have done it already, especially if you know me. You've done it with me. You can never do it too many times. Let's activate all the codes of immunity and imperviousness in your own dormant DNA, waiting for you to remember and reclaim them. The knowing with these codes comes the knowing that you are 100% immune and impervious to any and all harmful substances in the physical known world, especially including things that might come, be put into the skin or breathed in through the air, especially things that might be dropped from the sky, especially things that might be jabbed into the body. You are 100% immune and impervious. This does not mean you will put yourself ever in harm's way. This does not mean you will touch a test, attempt to egoically test the laws of the universe or the laws of nature. It just means you get to walk around embodying the knowing that you need to be free, that you are free of fear, free of the worry of it, free of the concern of it, that you have source consciousness on being 100% immune, 100% impervious to these things. Breathe, receive, consent, and allow now. Let's bring in these energetics for you as you accept and allow them. Accept them with your breath. 
Allow these vibrations to permeate in and through as they get energized, amplified, integrated through your body being, your energy field, and anchored in. Breathe and allow. Notice air. Nice. A little more. I have to do some of it silently in this case, just because there's certain words I just don't want to say to upset people. Just a few moments of silence here. Just noticing as you're breathing. There we go. Nice. Just one final. And we just do one more for the animals, and that is that animals are brothers and sisters in the in the in what we determine we determine to we call the animal form, feathered beings, four-legged beings, etc. We ask that the consciousness comes in that these are sentient beings worthy and deserving of being treated with loving compassion, just as we are, loving kindness, consciousness. And the recognition that they are fully sentient beings. We're willing to recognize them. This is the last one. Take long, slow, deep breath and we'll complete after this. We're willing to recognize them as our brothers and sisters on earth, worthy and deserving of being treated with respect, honor, dignity, grace, love, kindness. We all want to be treated this way. As we treat our brothers and sisters and one another, more of this expands into our reality. Breathe it in, accept it, allow it. Good. Now here's the beauty of these kinds of meditations. There's not a long process to get out. All you start to do is just gently wiggle whatever needs to wiggle. You didn't go anywhere. You just up-leveled your frequency and vibration and you just invited more in. So as you're wiggling, whatever needs to wiggle and coming back into your physical presence, just before you finally come out or open your eyes, just put your hands on your heart and reaffirm the highest truth. I am love. Say it to yourself out loud or silently. I am loved. loved. The embodiment of love. I'm worthy and deserving of love. And I'm worthy and deserving of sharing and contributing love and greatness to this world to the betterment of the whole of humanity. Yes, when you're ready. Lori, that was amazing. Mm. Amazing, amazing. (sighs) And the code's perfect. Thank you so much. How do people find you, Lori? Uh, Through the website or through YouTube, lorispagna.com. It's my name, L-O-R-I-S-P-A-G-N-A. Lorispagna.com is the website. Lots of awesome free gifts there too, like DNA free gifts. If you go to the free gifts page, DNA activations and clearings for animals and you. um, Yeah, what's a star seed? How to know if you are one, which lots of people here (laughs) obviously are. Tons of stuff over there. And the YouTube channel as well, just by searching my name. Lots of stuff there. Thank you, Lori. You guys, thank um, you so much for having me. I'm so grateful. And Neil, I'm always just so grateful. Yeah. To you. Thank you for your friendship and everything that you've, you know, been doing over the years. And definitely, I just like love the fact that, you know, a friendship has kind of blossomed over the last few years and you've contributed so much energy to this community. So I just appreciate you very mm-hmm. much. Neil, I'm so, I hope this doesn't sound in any way like I know, I, I hope you, you, you will receive. I'm like so proud of you. <laughs> I don't mean it in an arrogant way I just, or any kind of like it, like in the highest way possible, like go Neil, 
Thank and you, you are just doing such amazing stuff. Like what you're doing is just so just yay. Yay you. Thank you, Lori. Yeah, and you're going to be at our live conference in a year and one week from today. Yeah. So we'll see you there. And I'll see yeah. you there. I'll see you at the Disclosure Festival. And yes, you're awesome. I'm going to be in LA in, at Disclosure Fest in June. Love that community too. And yes, it's going to be really exciting. And then I'll also I'll be at the chat for uh, Rob Potter's event. So yay. Oh, yeah. I'll be there too. So I'll see you there. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we oh, we're going to have a, we'll have a PTA party. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Chest event. I have a actually have a retreat that is practically sold out the week after that. Ooh. So I'm so so excited about that event too. We've got some really yeah, we'll see you there. Coming. All right, you guys. All right, see you soon. Thanks Love again. You. Love you, Lori. Love you too. Amazing. All right, so let's uh moving on to our next.